Hello, welcome to Nura Speaks podcast. Someone told me today, I am for profit, not for non-profit like you. I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I am for profit too. I am for profit. Just because I help non-profit, it does not mean I do not want a profit. Also, for you guys in nonprofits, if you think you should not make money, then you have a problem because you're not going to grow if you do not make money. In order to grow as a nonprofit, you have to generate money. You have to actually make money. You have to build the capacity of your organization, of your staff. You should hire people. You should actually work with consultants. You should actually um, stay in compliance with state and federal. Because guess what? If you do not stay in compliance, you're not going to be in existence. You won't be able to create an impact. You would not be able to actually make any difference. You're not going to be able to fulfill your mission. As, in, as simple as that. You're not going to be able to do that. Have you visited IRS website? If you go to irs.gov, and since I'm tax professional, you know, of course, I'm going to talk about taxes. If you go to the IRS website, go to the top right corner, and you will see there two categories, charities and nonprofits, next to it, tax pros. You don't see business. You don't see individuals. You only see charities and nonprofits, and then tax pros. Why? Because you guys in nonprofit are required to do much more than anyone else are required to do in any business. Why? Because simply you are doing something that if taxpayers supported you, they're going to take tax deduction because the government is going to give us tax break because of that. Our tax bill will go lower because we supported you. So you are required to actually do much more to stay in compliance. That's why the entire section in the IRS, just for you, just for you. So you should be expecting to pay professionals much more than any other business. Why? Because there are a lot of more work has to be done because you are a tax-exempt organization, because you actually a nonprofit. Nonprofit doesn't mean you do not make profit. It means that you are not doing this business to your own interest. Rather, you are doing this for the best of the public. You want do you are doing this because you actually decided to take care of the cause to create a, an impact in certain area so you are taking this heavy load from of the shoulder of the government and you are doing this and in return you are taking a break and the donors that are donating to you are taking a break as well 
So that's simply what it is. That doesn't mean you should not be your staff. That shouldn't doesn't mean you are actually going to use everyone's service pro bono. Because guess what? Stop telling people that we're going to give you a tax receipt if you donate your services. It's tax deduction deducted because we are tax exempt. Because this is simply not true. It's just not true. You know why? You know why this is not true? Because simply IRS does not accept that. IRS wants us to work and give you money and can give some tax break for in-kind donation, not a lot. There's a cap on that. But the cap is very high when we donate cash. But when we donate service, Service cannot be donated. You can say thank you, but the person or the company that providing that service cannot take any tax break of that. So you are expected to pay for services if you want to be successful. You know, over 1.8 million, over 1.8 million nonprofits in the USA alone. But guess what? A lot of them are not successful. Why? Because a lot of people, they don't know how to manage nonprofit. They did not take the first step on educating themselves, knowing how to manage nonprofit, what is expecting, expected from them, what do they need to pay for, how should they acquire service, how should, uh, how should they use their money. If they, they don't know they should do bookkeeping, they don't know they should do actually taxes. This is why a lot of nonprofits get a penalty from the IRS because they did not file taxes. So not filing penalty, they sent them a bill they have to pay. And not only that, they revoke their exempt status. So you end up paying so much more money than just paying simply for services. Some nonprofit leaders think it's not it's not a dignity. They're, they're not, they're out of their dignity. I don't know how do you say this, but it's not, um, it's not okay to pay for service. It's not okay to pay themselves. It's not okay to take the donated money, some of the donated money to pay for services, to do their program, to do their bookkeeping, to stay in compliance, to do for marketing. You know what? You might, you might actually now make an impact and 10, 100 people, but if you really spend some money on the capacity building, on marketing, on bookkeeping, and staying in compliance, and actually doing business the right way, you'll be able to impact the life of thousands of people, if not hundreds of thousands of people. If you want to be successful, just like IRC, just like um, UNICEF, um, what else? Red Cross, all of these great organization or even like the organizations in between that seven figure organization eight figure organization if you want to be like those organization you have to invest because nonprofit is actually just a tax classification it doesn't mean that you do not have to run your nonprofit as a business in fact if you do not run your nonprofit as a business congratulations on your organization's failure because you might be successful in a business, 
But if you do not use the same mindset, like to have to run a su successful organization, you think everything should be charity, everything should be pro bono. Unfortunately, you're not gonna succeed. And you, you know what? You're not going to do any service for the people you created the organization for. You're gonna actually make a negative impact in their life because you are going to disappoint them because you're not going to be able to carry that for so long. You're going to have to give, actually give up very soon because you will be drained financially, emotionally, your family financials will be drained because you will be self-funding. You won't be able to get serious funding and you would be complaining saying, hey, no one wants to donate to me. I created all these campaigns. No one wants to donate to me. I see those campaigns. They are run wrong. You don't know who are your donors because you do not seek education before. You do not earn your nonprofit as a business. You are not using professionals. You are not educating yourself on how to run a nonprofit successfully without being drained financially, emotionally, and everything. You are planning to actually disappoint yourself and disappoint your beneficiaries. Uh, none, no, no person is going to give you your money, their money, if they don't know you can run it well, if they don't know you are sustainable. Would you give uh, money to you? If, if you were a donor and you live with yourself, would you donate to you? Do you know you are sustainable or your organization is sustainable? Why would you expect someone to donate to you and to trust you if you are not holding yourself accountable. And by that, I don't mean you give the $1 donated fully for the food. You have to spend this money wisely. You have to invest in education and building the capacity and services and actually raising more dollars. Because we all know in uh, business or in personal finances, if you spend all your money, you're, run, you're going to run out of money. You have to kind of divide your money between investments and saving and spending some of the money. Same thing with nonprofit. Why should nonprofit be different? This is a law. This is a universal law. This is how this universe is run. So you need to actually apply any successful uh, tips, any tips that will be, any tips, any things, any strategy that will help a business be successful to your nonprofits. Well, of course, there would be a difference. Of course, you have to uh, adjust a little bit. I want you to go read my book. I actually recently, this year, earlier this year, I published a book called How to Start, Manage, and Prosper with a Nonprofit. This book is available on Amazon, and it was a best-selling uh, book in the first day was published. It's available on Amazon, on paperback, and on ebook. I'm going to read one, like a few sentences from this book for, to you. If you are in nonprofit already or planning to be in nonprofit, you actually need to grab that book 
and see it's use it as a guide it's going to be an eye opener for you and for your staff and for your other board members for anyone who wants or already is involved with a nonprofit again the book called how to start manage and prosper with a nonprofit you want to go ahead and put that name and amazon search bar it's going to pop up or you can search by my name nura and o u r a and the last name is A-L-M-A-S-R-I, Noura Al-Masri, okay? I'm going to read on page 43. I'm just going to read a paragraph to you. I have a question here, and it's the question number eight. Are you willing to invest in your new project? As I mentioned earlier, starting a nonprofit entail launching a business that demands both time and financial investments, regardless of whether you choose to commit yourself full-time or part-time to the organization, it is crucial to recognize the importance of leveraging the time and expertise of others to ensure the success of your endeavors and the creation of the desired impacts all while maintaining compliance with relevant regulations. While volunteers can play a valuable role in supporting your nonprofit's mission, relying solely on volunteers' assistance is not a sustainable approach in the long run. Depending too heavily on volunteers may lead to challenges such as inconsistency, limited availability, and high turnover. This can result in operational, dif operational difficulties, missed opportunities, and even the inability to fulfill your organization's objectives effectively. All right, I'm going to stop here, and I want you to go grab that book. I have few questions in, like, one of the chapters. And the answer for those questions would be yes or no. And that can tell you if you should be running your nonprofits on your own or should you hire someone to help you with that? If you should start the organization on your own or should you actually support another organization? It's going to help you see if you're missing something and you, in fact, are not in compliance with the IRS or with any states. So make sure to go grab a book. If you know someone in nonprofit, give them that book as a gift. Make sure to get the book. The book is very easy to read. It's 116 pages, very, very easy to read. And don't worry, it doesn't contain so much taxes. It's just very easy to, to read with anyone. Uh, go ahead and grab yourself a book and follow me on the podcast. This is my third episode and I'm really excited. I'm planning to have one episode a day. So let me know what you want me to talk about. I'll be happy to address that. And I'm really excited. This, this podcast makes me actually light up. Like I am really happy to talk to you. I'm going to talk about different issues, different things, nonprofit, business, life, everything. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. With that, this was Noura Al-Masri. Noura Speaks. I still did not get that right. Let me repeat that. This was Noura Al-Masri at Noura Speaks Podcasts. See you later.